in a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life magazine gives the High Side podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight, and sitting across me is the one and only Cash Krause. Cash, how are you doing this fine day? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Pretty good. It's kind of a historic day for Foreign Film Friday. It is, as we take on a different film from a different country that we have yet to do on this yet podcast. Do, surprisingly, yeah. We are we are traveling uh, east. Very far east. Very far. Like, like really far, like around like, here. Yeah, right. Like if your globe's here, I know, and then you're here. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm going around this way. Okay. You're going to take the and long way. way. <laughs> Most people it. go Alaska. Right? Up. Yeah. Not For me. You, you, okay. I like go scenic route right. over, over Africa, China, all those places. I think that's probably the best <laughs> so way So I to land do directly in Siberia. Oh, wow. Which is wow, my, it's cold which there, is my favorite part of Russia. It's beautiful. Beautiful area. Been there a few times. Big Russian fan, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we are traveling back to the motherland. We are the motherland. The Eastern Bloc this week from for a science fiction horror film titled Sputnik. 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 Absolutely. Actually, it has nothing to do with Sputnik. No, it does not. <laughs> Which I thought was a little surprising. It was kind I of thought a big that, that Maybe we would see the satellite or something. Yeah. Nothing. No. But uh, I was I was pleasantly uh, surprised because this week you know I was kind of down because we kind of picked movies at the last second. We do, yep. there's nothing really coming out. I know it's getting harder and harder to find. So we new picked things. out a couple. But man, I I am so happy with our picks this week. Yes, I'm so happy. I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I saw this trailer for this film and I was like, there's no way we don't review this. This looks great. Yeah, and it just looks like an awesome science fiction horror film. I was really excited to review it. And I got to say, overall, very, very uh, satisfied with this film. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if Japan is known for horror, uh, Korea, kind of those action, uh, bloody kind mm-hmm. of beat em ups. Yep. Then Russia should science fiction horror should be Russia's. Uh, I like it. Their go to because they yeah. feel I it's done. It's perfect. You know, it's just set up. The whole communist, the whole communist era, it's perfect for that it kind is. of the whole secrecy and all that. It's it's a perfect backdrop for this kind of film. It was, and it was just for for this film for me personally as just someone a movie watch. It was perfectly paced. Yes, the I'm, entire time. It's sl- it was such. I, I almost. I almost am hesitant calling it a slow burn because it seemed like it built uh, upon, you know, like the building blocks it built to two to three to four very well. And the pacing was so well done throughout this whole thing. And uh, yeah, just overall, I I was just so surprised and and happy with this movie. It is. It's like, uh, it's like alien, not aliens, but it's like alien where it's a real, I mean, it's not an action film. 
No. It's a sci-fi, sci-fi horror, horror, for sure. It's, it's not like an action film, although there is some very cool action sequences. But like you said, they're just, they're, you know, there's an alien involved, but we're not seeing a whole lot of that yes. alien. But when we do see it, it looks great. I for this it. lower budget, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The CGI alien looked fucking amazing. They made this film for 2.6 million U.S. dollars. That blows my mind. Because that alien looked incredible for two and a half million. The alien in the blood and everything looks. I can't. That blows my mind. Isn't that wild? I would have figured a 25 at least. Your dollar goes a little further in Russia. Hey. I think so. I think if you're paying people. Because I feel like you'd be paying fucking. Man, I feel like you're paying. Probably two point six million just to the special effects crew on this. Well, and that's that's the most surprising thing is that alien looked so good, phenomenal. Yeah, and it, for for being and all CGI, budget. it looked really good. Yeah, man, I was so pleasantly surprised with this movie. And not only that, I mean, we're not obviously very. This is our first Russian film we've ever uh, reviewed, so we don't know much about Russia. But what we do know is this was Igor Abramenko, which is a director of this film. This was his directorial debut. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good it's start, Igor. A very good. You start. have the most Russian name in the world, Igor, Igor Abramenko. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that is a very. I didn't know that either, man. What a what a great. Doesn't start. that blow your mind? Because watching this, I felt like, oh my god, this is a seasoned director. Because I feel like he's, totally he's done this before. I really hope this is kind of his like. Uh, his main stake is is these sci-fi, sci-fi horror. Because we don't get enough of that sci-fi horror we don't. anymore. We really it, don't. It's rarely done good enough. Mm-hmm. Like that one, what was that one, the underwater one with uh, with Case do? I think it's underwater. Uh, I think underwater. <laughs> I think that's literally the name Lamest. of the Yeah, they're always films like that to where, like, you know, they look all right, but they're never really good. They never really good. This has yeah. a really good story. It does. It. And a story that you're, like, you feel involved in. Mm-hmm. And you're really like, you want to know how it's going to fucking end. There are some things I, at first I thought was like, this is so like, so the whole premise, two astronauts, Soviet, it's during this, like the height of the Soviet, Soviet it's like yeah. 81, isn't it? Yeah. 81, 83 or something 83. like that. 83. Yep. The height of the fucking Soviet Union, dude. And these two astronauts, they're in space. They're just doing regular space shit, you know, cosmonauts, mm-hmm. not astronauts, cosmonauts. Uh, but they're they're doing regular stuff. They 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 go up with two. They come back down with three. They do. <laughs> they come down with a straggler, a hitchhiker, and that's pretty much the whole premise. One of them, one of them uh, consumes an alien, and the alien is like feeding off of not parasitic, but a symbiont. So mm-hmm. if one dies, the other one dies. Yep. That's pretty much the entire premise. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out. But I thought it was so dumb at the start. I'm like, why would they hire a psychiatrist for this? Does it make any sense that they would hire, like, they already know this is alien is coming out at night. And it's, yeah. a, I'm like, there's so many other doctors, biologists. But then the writing is so good, you start to learn that, oh, this thing doesn't, it feeds off emotion. So you would want a psychiatrist. Of course. Because at first I thought that was so stupid. Like, what are they running out of scientists in Russia? Yeah. But then it, it's it's later the writing you really couldn't po- poke a lot of holes in it right and I think that was cleverly put in there too maybe to even throw you off the scent and and maybe initially as the audience to ask those questions yeah and be like what the fuck how do you not see like this giant plot head. hole <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then when you come to learn more that the aliens about feeds into like emotion and stuff and as you said symbiotic you yeah know, approach to it 
It, it really was uh, a very, very uh, well put together story. Yeah, there was never those moments where it's, it's so often in sci-fi and even sci-fi horror where something is just stupid. And it's like, mm. and it kind of takes you out of it. And you're like, what the, well, why would you do that? Yeah. But there really isn't uh, ever that moment in this film, at least for I thought, which is, it's hard to say for a, a sci-fi film. Yeah. Sci-fi, you know, you really got to take a, you know, you just, you kind of got to disconnect your logical brain with sci-fi because it's so much shit that we know. But they really, I loved how they knew so much about the alien already. And it wasn't like they were just having to figure out. They knew immediately. It was so cool because they – and I didn't need to get into so much detail, but they got in just amount to where, like, it lives in the esophagus. Yep. It can it go can really dilate small. to 30 centimeters and then come back up to a full ground. doesn't have any ears. Yep. They knew so much about it. They it had diagrams. I love that. that. See, that – okay, that's the biggest thing for me is, like – Obviously, you could jump into the specifics of this alien, and it could take you 20, 25 minutes of the film just to explain everything and that goes on. And it'd be science that we wouldn't even care wouldn't about care or about know. Anyway. Yeah. But no, what they do so brilliantly, as you had just brought up, is they show you in the diagrams, they show you like, you know, it'll literally show the body of the alien, and then the body in the body, in yeah. his body, and then you're like, oh, I get it. I understand how this alien works, this parasitic type of symbiotic uh, alien, and how it... Uh, how it operates. Yes, it was protecting its ass on, on all those things where you could poke holes, where it's, and that's such a simple, what was that, a three-minute scene where maybe, she's going through? Maybe three minutes. But it made so much sense because there's so many times in these sci-fi films where it's like they know nothing about the alien and they're already sending people in mm-hmm. to like to like like to, to, to poke and prod yeah. it. And they know nothing about it. This, they knew a shit ton about it, so they felt like they could send someone in at this point. Yes. But normally, it's like, why would you be sending people in when you know so little? But they knew a lot, and I love that. It was a, a two-minute throwaway scene, but it added to the film yeah. that they knew so much. And it was cool learning about this alien and how every kind of director or film has their own take on they what do. this alien is. Yep. But it was a cool fucking alien, dude. An alien has been done so many times that it's hard to do a unique alien. It definitely But is. this thing, man, it looked cool when it was when that, that first scene when it's like the thermo cam or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their first, and and then, he like flies out of bed. It was so cool. He he was like they did like he was on like a rope or something, obviously starts Yeah. But he flies like thirty feet out of his Gets bed. on all four. And, and, his and body almost in that position too. It's like, almost like a primal like <clears throat> Yeah, like all four. I like that. And then you're right. And it is turning. And then the alien slowly comes out of his mouth, but it was so believable. And it looked because it's so tiny at first. Yeah. <laughs> it's super tiny, man. And then it and just it's got grows. this weird, like thin membrane around it mm-hmm. that like an egg and it grows. And then it has hands. At first, I thought it was going to become a full fucking human. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was like coming up like it was yeah. with his hands. But no, it, I liked that. I liked I liked the design a lot, which yeah, is something awesome. I usually always complain about. But I liked the design. It was it was practical, but still uh, still scary, you know. Mm-hmm. And it still felt like it was like this alien was so advanced that we couldn't even fathom what it wanted. Yeah, and to go back to the um, uh, to the science behind it, like even the amnesia was explained well. Oh yeah. You know, where, where this guy was kind of losing his mind. He didn't know what, what was going on. And then you come to find out later on that the alien had a lot to do with that. Well, and that he was kind of lying about all of it. Of I like he was. I like that big reveal as well. That was a good well. twist, yeah. too. Yes. To where we got to, I mean, we're kind of getting spoiler territory, but we got to, uh, 
the scene when they find out that they're not feeding it just nutrients. Yeah. <laughs> and it's feed- or just like pigs or whatever is what they initially said. Yeah, like, we tried to feed it everything. Chickens, pigs. We ran out of animals. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, eventually, prisoners. Prisoners, prisoners is the way to do it. And if anyone's going to do it, it's Soviet Union, Russia. Oh, absolutely, man. And it's, it's so perfect because... I mean, of course they're doing it right because they're Russians. Yeah. So of course they're every, but everything looks so very Soviet. You know, it does. Soviet has such a particular architecture to it. Everything's very square and you know utilitarian. <laughs> it's just for practical practicality. You know, nothing is supposed to look good. Yeah, nothing flashy or anything. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be just for use. It's supposed yep. to last. You know, eight thousand years mm-hmm. for how long the Soviet Union was supposed to last. Right. <laughs> Turns out, didn't last didn't that last long. Didn't last that long. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just looks, you know, it looks so good. You know, uh, they do a very good job. The the only compare I can do is Chernobyl, the TV show, which was an, uh, an American shoot. Mm. But they do a very good job of that Soviet right. look. But but yeah, you get a feel for it. And the, like the, the commander, you know, the main bad guy, he was very... Although you know he wasn't just one dimensional, not at all. But he had he had uh, layers to him. But he was very Soviet commander esque. Yeah, he was. But at first, I love this because it is really the character arc of of the bad guy. And I wish I knew his name. But to start out, you know, he says, "I I'm not like other people in the Soviet Union. You know, you're not going to take orders from me. You come at your own free will. If you want to work, if you want to find out, yeah, if you don't like it, not, we'll send you back. You're right. This is not Soviet Union but, uh, at all. No, it's not. But what I liked about that was later on, we really saw his true intentions and his true motives is the fact, because it's so stereotypical. He wanted to weaponize it's you, so, it's, but you never saw that coming because he was so, he yeah, did it, was, it so well throughout the film. It was so... That's so cliche uh, that this this guy only, but you like you said, you don't realize it until like the very end. Until that, the very that, end. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, he is just actually this very. Yep. So that that's very. And I love smart, that reveal. You know? Yeah, because yeah. he, so he could have been just that. just one sided. You know, just the bad guy who just doesn't care about his alien or the astronauts or anything. Yeah. At first, you kind of feel like he actually does care for these. At these cosmonauts. Yes, you figured he was going to be her her helper throughout the whole time. Yeah, really so, try to so get that really to throws of you off when you see it that because it threw me off. I'm like, this guy's not what I thought he was going to be. Yeah. And even at the end, you know, even till the very end, you kind of felt like he was still struggling with with what he had to do. You right. know, because he knew that if he didn't do what he needed to do, that they would just kill him and send someone else in. Soviet Russia, of course. There's well, always another kinda, guy. We kind of talked about that yeah. too, how they just kill exactly. and move on. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, uh, yeah, but I liked it. I, but we kind of got away from him. But that first scene where they figure out that uh, that prisoners are being fed is mm-hmm. brutal because they kept they keep going to this like thermal. thermal, but when he gets on the guy and just pops his head off, yeah, like, <laughs> and then you find out. That it's not feeding off them; it's feeding off the their cortisol. fear, like Pennywise. Yeah. So, it, so it makes so it, when it comes out, it makes a big dramatic uh, appearance, and it makes you see that it's an alien. Yep. So you go crazy. So you go crazy, and it and it feeds off the cortisol. But how they figure that release. out is very smart with it her um, bringing up his son. You know, is that his yes. son that she he needed yep. an Iraq or a uh, to get a reaction out of mm-hmm. him? 
to uh, to test his hormone level. But again, she didn't understand what she was doing in that moment either. Because that oh, was absolutely. before. Yeah. She was unraveling so brilliant writing there. Even though that they, they already knew. knew everything. They already knew. Yeah. But she didn't. And again, that's where the writing was like so crystal, like just really fine-tuned. Yeah, really clean and yeah. just clean cut and everything. Especially, and that kind of goes back to the science that they talk about, is that the fact that they they showed her everything, you got the sense that, oh, they, they, they told her everything. But no, you gotta you gotta know it's Soviet Russia. Of course, they're they tell you it's built on secrets. They tell you secrets and enough, <laughs> but they don't tell you everything. There's always someone that knows more than what you know. Even the commander of that base, there's something that he didn't know as well that someone else was not telling him. But uh, there's uh, there's one thing I wanted to bring up since the start of this review, and this was one of the most uh, one of the most things I enjoyed about this film. I don't know about you, and I don't know if you've written this down or you thought about it, but I thought the score for this film was phenomenal. Yes. I thought they used it perfectly, and there were times where where the music would be so low and so eerie that I didn't even know if music was on or if I was just like hearing it myself. You know, I mean, those slow, tense moments where it would just be like. It was good. You know, and as it's during like as like a very intense scene is going down or even the interviews. And then what was brilliant about it is they would go 10 minutes without a single noise while they're doing interviews. And then you get this feeling, this feeling of emptiness when she's interviewing him because there's no ambient noises. There's nothing going on except this conversation. But then, boom, they'd add that music in again. I just thought the score and the way they edited that was awesome. Yeah, that's the thing to me is even the score felt very soviet yes <laughs> like very practical mm-hmm. like we're only gonna give it to you when it needs to be and we're not going to we're not gonna saturate it exactly you know? we're not gonna put we're just gonna give you exactly enough mm-hmm. and we talk about score especially in horror all the time yes. and how important it is it's so but important it's i think it might be one of the most important elements in exactly horror. but even in like especially in like cosmic horror it even becomes more important in, in scenes like this where it's like uh where it's just the unknown. So you really got to promote and provoke that unknown. And that's what it does, especially with the absence of sound. Yep. Like when there's no sound at all, it's in a scene that we don't know what's about to happen. Exactly. So there's no, and that's because you can't. That's the thing that horror films do is they, they reveal their hand a lot of the time Through the by score. doing the violin pluck and all that. Yep. So you know something's coming. So I like when a film uh, tips that on its head. I completely agree with you. It's yeah. a perfect analysis. But they did a, yeah, a wonderful job. Yeah. A wonderful job, too. And and by the end, like you said, it's not, it's not really a slow burn, but by the end, things are really fucking heating up. Oh, they're ramping up, too. <laughs> and they didn't they didn't overuse it either because, like, at first I was like, man, am I going to be disappointed with yeah. this ending? Because the whole film was so awesome. And then up until the point, I thought they were going to end it in kind of a cliche way. And I was like, well, I thought they were going to show a lot uh, less than they did. Where I thought it was going to be real indie and it was going to be that's what I wanted going to show. Exactly. That's what I wanted was that indie ending where it was like very open ended. I I was surprised by how much they showed at the end, but I was happy about it. Exactly. And that's where they threw me off because once they started showing me so much, I was like, oh, I I don't know if I'm going to be satisfied with this ending. I almost wish it would have been open ended. Like, you know, we don't know exactly what happened with the alien but the way that they wrapped it up and the way they even wrapped up the character arc of the general and of the girl and of the the the, the, uh, The cosmonaut cosmonaut who had the 
parasite in him, I thought was very uh, fulfilling at the end. Yeah, and and it works so well because they just they used the alien so sparingly throughout the entire film. Yes. So by the end, I felt like you you could you were felt like you were really due for for a big reveal or something like that. It it would have worked either way. But I think that's why it works so well by showing so much and because it showed it so sparingly throughout. Yes. But by the end of it, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. When she throws him that, uh, the the vial that was going to uh, fake yes. Addison's disease, uh-huh. you knew shit was yep. about to go hard. Haywire, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when he sticks that in him and he just starts again, the, the cough, you know, you mm-hmm. know those soldiers. They were Those doomed. Poor fucking Soviet Look, soldiers. They how, just were trying to serve their. How time many and bodies go home. do they go through? <laughs> oh god, it's just another day. That's another Tuesday for you. Got to think that's happening at every Soviet base. They Everywhere, got some kind of weird experiment going on, <laughs> and soldiers are dying by the thousands. Well, they got billions of people. They do. So they, they just do. keep them cycling Russian blood. through. Russian blood, man. But yeah, I, I was impressed. I was impressed by the entire thing. So was I. And the story was so airtight for me. Everything. Even like the little, I don't know what it's called, the the spinning, uh, like his little toy that he brought. Yeah. Like they used his it in the first act. familiar or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. familiar. The second act. But the way they revealed that with her just noticing the alien seeing that toy and then bringing yeah, it, it was in so and it wraps good. Yeah. around it. And I was just like, this is And now is this perfect. alien wasn't just this killing machine. No. It was almost like. It wasn't like, like an evil, th- yeah. It was like cat-like. When it how, when it played with the toy and mm-hmm. whatnot, and it was this kind of po- poetic sense of this cosmonaut abandoned his son, but now he came back with another son, exactly against yeah. his will. So mm-hmm. it was kind of poetic that uh, it was that he ended up leaving his son for this big hero's journey, but he ended up getting his son anyway. Well, and psychologically too. I mean, he had found out about his son a week prior to going up to space, but you had worked all your whole it's, life, and it's Soviet Russia. To you do don't that. get the chance no, to fuck. You don't no. To serve if you get like off the farm, either, you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you're very happy in if Soviet you're Russia. Fed well at that. Time, yeah, exactly. Lucky. And he even talks about. It. I like that they even got into like my mom. He's he's like she's living alone. I have to come back. He's like I have to survive. Yeah, but I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool how they made him like superhuman too when it was in him. Yes, he could do like a lot of push-ups. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can keep going. I can keep going. Well, because he because he was literally crash landed. And the guy that he was with was destroyed, but he had his spine was sticking out of his back. Man, <laughs> but he was he was able to heal with the simia in days. Yep. So they knew that it would be a power. I don't know how they ended up thinking they were going to use it as a weapon, but they knew some. It was very powerful. Yes, it was. Um, I I forget her name in this. I wish I could remember. Uh, the the Tatiana is that what it was? Yeah, Tatiana was Tatiana. the main girl. Of okay. Course. I loved, and this was another thing that just completely threw like, threw me for a loop. I had, I did not see it coming. The whole time, I thought the cosmonaut's uh, son was in the orphanage throughout this entire yeah. film. And then it is revealed at the end that it was Tatiana. I know, it's just twist on twist. I yeah, just... and she goes, I'm not a boy, I'm Tatiana. And you're like, that sounds like a girl name. Yeah, I'm like, why? I know, I was what? confused. I'm like, why? Is this, why did this you kid even is, say that? This kid's confused. Yeah. I was like, clearly. <laughs> like, like, how are like, they raising these these kids? I mean, they're they're very, uh, 
But yeah, I like that too. And, and she and it, she was the orphan. She was yeah. the orphan, the troubled orphan Big the reveal. entire time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just I don't know, man. That was kind of like the the cherry on top to the story where I was like, wow, they even tied that in. Yeah, really I, well. I don't think you needed it. I, no, nor but do I, I. But but it didn't it didn't feel like it was just tacked on. It felt like it was there the entire time. Which yeah, nice. and I yeah. felt like there was a purpose to it because at the end exactly, she did yeah. go and adopt him because obviously the father died. Yeah, and it didn't feel Sacrifice like it was just like a, let's add this in just so people know that the orphan is okay. Right. <laughs> like, and we don't need yeah, that. Yeah, tacked but, on for no reason yeah. where you're like, okay, but I could have lived it. But it gave her enough reason to go and adopt the orphan because she was also an orphan. Yeah, so it I, gave her I more context it. to who she was too, exactly, which yeah. was... Again, I was... Put a nice little bow on it. Yeah, I did. A nice little bow on it. And I was just, overall, Cash, so impressed with this film. So was I. From start to finish. It might be one of my favorite films so far this year. I know. I'm right there with you. I'm so glad that I knew nothing about this film. I thought the entire thing took place in space. So oh, really? going into yeah. it, I knew. Yeah, because you saw the trailer, but I, I, I don't know if I did, but uh, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about it. And I love going into a film and not knowing anything and then being kind of blown away yeah. and pleasantly surprised because I was. And I rented this film, but it is worth As the did rent. I. It is worth the $7. I'm sure it will it. go on to Amazon, but Russia, man, good job. Very good job. You know, two good two good things are good, a hack in elections. Right. <laughs> and making a sci-fi <laughs> horror films. And that's that's the thing too. This is one of our favorite genres, and I feel like for us, it's really hard to please us and really very yeah. make it really like uh, satisfy us with everything. And you know, we can kind of nitpick and stuff. But with this one overall, like just yeah, I and, keep I, and I, yeah, we are but, we are nitpicky, and, yeah. and we really will poke holes if there is. But this, and especially for horror films, where it's so rarely. So rare do you see a good one. Yeah. And sci-fi, so rarely do you see a good one. And, and then I think to go because, on it too and then hit it out of the park. Yeah. I think because satisfying. it is very easy to be lazy with a film like this because you can get away oh, yeah. with more. Yeah, but absolutely. But they answered every question that you had as an audience. And for that, my hat's off to them. I loved it. Yep. I'd recommend it. As would I. Highly recommend it. This might be one of my favorite films of this year. Oh, uh, yeah. So far, it might make it on a couple top tens of this. I, I, as of right now, this sits on my top ten. Yeah, and it's not one that I felt I'm just giving a good review because there's nothing coming out. This no. film, if this film came it out last year in the good. height of everything, I this it would still be on my top yes. ten. Again, you don't get a good sci-fi horror very often. And it's very hard to do, and it's very hard to do right where you feel Especially satisfied Especially when it's your debut. <laughs> Uh, I think that's, I mean, we just touched up on that, but that might be one of the most impressive things. Good job, dude. Igor, make another film, my guy. (laughs) Abramenko. He doesn't even have a wiki page. (laughs) This guy has nothing on him. Well, he might have been too critical about Russia, and maybe he got thrown in the gulag. Oh, shit. Probably. he was a little critical about it. He was a little critical. They don't like that. They don't shit. like it. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so he might have been. I hope he's doing okay. Uh, I, so do I. He's got to be. He sounds like a movies. tough guy. You, you don't name a guy Igor and yeah, he doesn't. And he's not your, be a you're hard not ass. soft if you're Igor. All right. Well, no one from Russia is soft. No one. Even the softest soul. guys are, are badasses. They are. Yeah. I, that, all I can say is I would recommend it. As would I. And uh, I think we'll end it on that. Absolutely, man. All righty. Well, that is our review for Sputnik, the 2020 Russian science fiction horror film uh, directed by Igor Abramenko. If you guys like what you've seen here, please be sure to like this video. Comment below. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. If you're listening on audio format, want to find our podcast, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Check out our social media pages. Twitter, Seen It Podcast. Cash is on Twitter. That's just cash. Instagram, Have You Seen It? 
Facebook Have You Seen It podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krause, and until next time. Bye.